Welcome back to Off the Edge. I'm Jay Beasley. On today's show, we've got lots of NFL trades that have happened that I need to catch up on and you need to catch up on. So we'll discuss a little bit of that. We're also going to discuss in the basketball realm of March Madness my favorite games from the first weekend of March Madness. Adding on to that, we will do my perfect game parlay because sports betting is legal in Arkansas and there's a legal book for me to bet on and I have won a whopping zero dollars so far so don't take any of my advice when I talk about it but we'll discuss that too and then to wrap it up we'll have the five star frenzy with a little twist we're going to be going over top five attractions so the five star frenzy list will be five attractions in order of what I think is best uh, to the fifth best because I'm not going to say what the worst one was that I did all right and with all that said let's get this thing rolling Okay, all right. I am in Orlando, Florida. It's been amazing. I'm currently sitting in my hotel room. Sorry if the noise quality is a little off than normal, but that's what we're doing today. We're just relaxing after three days of nonstop action here. We've uh, gone to Disney World. We did Hollywood Studios. We did Magic Kingdom. Then we did Animal Kingdom. Then we went back to the Magic Kingdom. And then we went over to Orlando, uh, Orlando, what's it called? Universal Resort. And that was really cool. And so, yeah, spring break's been good. It's nice to have spring break, right? But now we're back in the groove of things. I can't leave you guys in the dry, even on a spring break week. So let's discuss NFL trades. Where should we start? Let's start with one that I, I'm not surprised by, but I don't really like. I didn't see the intention until the day's news dropped, and that is Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju, if you don't know him from TikTok, you definitely know him from football. Um, He is, he's a character himself. I have nothing against the guy. He seems like a really great guy. Uh, He's a pretty, he's above average receiver, uh, does a good job, did fantastic on Pittsburgh with Ben, uh, Big Ben as his quarterback, and Big Ben, you know, great quarterback, but he's in his old age, he wasn't in his prime, so I don't think we've seen Juju with a prime quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, so I think the trade's overall good, Um, that, you know, I'm talking about the the player that's traded, but what did Juju get traded for? Well, Juju, Juju came at a price, but it wasn't. It wasn't crazy. It's uh, it's just about uh, I think what you would expect. Uh, basically, uh, the Chiefs uh, have Mahomes now, Kelsey, and Juju, right? And their offensive line's great. Uh, where where is it that they? I can't figure out. Okay, I can't figure out what they traded for, but they traded for some pretty good stuff. But overall, like the Chiefs win this trade, right? So Juju is now on their roster. Was it even a trade? I can't even, you know, I can't, I can't even tell. I can't even, that's how chaotic this week's been. So Juju Smith, he's now on the Kansas City Chiefs. That's awesome, Jay. All right, well, here's a big one. The Colts, well, actually, we haven't even talked about the biggest one. The biggest one is the Browns currently, okay? The Browns, they did Baker Mayfield really dirty, okay? And I I know nobody really likes Baker Mayfield. I'm a Baker, Baker Mayfield fan. I think he's funny. I think he's a good dude. 
I think he's a competitor, and I don't think the Browns are a very good team. And where he's brought the Browns from where they began when he got on that team, from a zero-win team to at least winning more often than even some playoff contending uh, runs where they've gone into the playoffs. So let's discuss that. Who did they do? Who did they get, Jay? Well, it's none other than Deshaun Watson himself. Yes, the man with uh, that allegedly had 22 sexual assault allegations against him was found not guilty. He still has civil cases, but he's got the money to deal with those now with the contract. So he's looking at Atlanta, and he was looking at the Browns. And then he was like, nah, the Browns, I don't want the Browns. And then all of a sudden, I guess Atlanta didn't offer him the amount of money he wants, and the Browns were willing to put it on the table right then and there. $230 million guaranteed dollars on the table for Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson's like, give me that money, please. So Deshaun Watson's got that guaranteed money now. And you got Baker um, you know, and Baker was like, all right, well, trade me. If you guys are going to act interested in this guy, and then they they acted interested, then he was like, no, I don't want you. And so Baker's like, well, trade me since you're going to act interested in another quarterback. And they're like, no, we're not trading you. And then they got to Sean, and now they're like, we're not trading you, Baker. And so Baker's in a pretty bad spot where he's a really high-quality quarterback, but he's not being allowed to get traded. So it, it's not working in his favor right now. I think Baker Mayfield looked like he was going to go to the Colts. Then all of a sudden, Matt Ryan's on the Colts, and I don't even know what's happening. Yeah, you got you got that situation going on right now. So Matt Ryan moves over to the Colts. So where does Baker Mayfield fit in? We got the Seahawks. The Seahawks look like a great landing spot for Baker Mayfield right now. But Drew Locke, who knows? He could be a pretty good quarterback. Just the Broncos didn't have the right people in the right places to get him into the right position. So... You know, Baker's in a little bit of a jam right now. Now, do I think the Colts-Matt Ryan trade was good? I think on both ends, it's a pretty good trade. The Colts work well under a veteran quarterback. I think Matt Ryan hasn't had a very good O-line, and there's a couple holes in the O-line on the Colts, but overall, for an immobile quarterback like Matt Ryan, the Colts seem like the right spot for him. They have a good team. If they build a couple more parts around him, a couple O-linemen in there, and I think overall, they got a great run game, so I don't see why this is a... like. I think this is a great move. I think Matt Ryan's in the right position to do the right thing. So that's kind of where we are with those trades. So now we have to talk about the trade that happened during this recording on Wednesday. As Tyree Kill has left Kansas City, he will now be going to the Dolphins. He was traded for a ton of draft picks, a first round, a second round, a fourth round this year, and then next year I think a fourth and a sixth round. Um, it. It's pretty nice for Kansas City. You know, you get to bring some more young talent. Maybe that's what they need. Andy Reid's pretty good at getting that young talent to his team. But I don't understand. I think Tyreek's bailed Kansas City out of a lot of situations. I think on those fourth down plays, if you get the ball to Tyreek Hill, he can make something happen, juke enough guys out to get that first down. So you're losing that. That's what you're losing. Uh I don't know if Juju's that guy. I don't think he's that guy. I think he's a reliable number two. I don't know if he's a number one. Even with Antonio Brown and his team, Juju was that number two. I want everyone to remember that. So Juju's a great guy, great great player, very competitive, but I don't know. He's not Tyreek Hill. You don't have the speed of Tyreek Hill, so how can we expect him to play with that speed? And I think that's a critical part of the Chiefs' offense, but who knows? It'll There'll probably be a couple growing pains with Tyreek not on that team, but overall they're going to be successful through this move because they're gaining so many draft picks and they can build such a better defense than they already have. Miami, this is a great move for Miami. I don't quite understand because I feel like the Dolphins don't have a stellar O-line, if I can remember correctly. So 
I don't know. You know, it's a little loosey-goosey where we are with the Dolphins. But overall, I think this is a great trade for... But it's actually not really that great of a trade. It's more... It's just medium. Like, it doesn't go either way. It's just like, okay, they traded... I would think this would hurt the Chiefs, but I think in the long run it might actually pay off for them. So, Chief fans, you have that going for you. And, yeah, those are kind of the big trades that we've seen happen this weekend. Uh, we also had, oh, uh, have we even dis- – we did discuss Russell Wilson. We had to. I can't even remember – and, and obviously everyone knows by now, if not for me, that Russell Wilson was traded to the Broncos. I think this is a great trade. I think Russell fit in well with the Broncos' culture. Um, Von Miller is also a bill. We have a lot to catch up on. You see what I'm saying here? Like we have, we've not talked about the NFL in a minute because college basketball has been so crazy with March Madness. So, um, I mean, the bills look like a great team. They're building a great team, especially Von Miller on the defensive side. You have a great veteran over there. And I think, I think veterans are what you need in the NFL right now, especially a veteran who just came off a Super Bowl win. So, you know, I think his opinion matters. He's got great, um, Great leadership skills. We saw that on the Broncos. We've seen it on the Rams now, and now we're going to get to see it on the Bills with Von Miller. With Russell Wilson, you're putting Russell Wilson behind a pretty good O-line with lots of weapons around him, better than what the Seahawks have given him recently. Uh, They've got a run game that can help him a lot, and the Broncos pride themselves on their defense, and I think the defense of the Broncos is good. And, yeah, I think overall most of the trades have been pretty good trades. They've been very entertaining to watch happen as we've continued throughout the past couple of weeks. I mean, those are the trade deals. That's what's happened in the trade world. So <laughs> let's talk about college basketball. I literally had to watch some of the games on my phone in the airport and on my, on a laptop and on my girlfriend's iPad in the car. So it was a, it was a whole ordeal for me to watch these games. Oh, my goodness. I thought I, I'm so sorry. Sorry to pause. I thought I an air dry, a hair dryer was going on. It is pouring so hard outside. It sounds like a jet engine is outside right now. Oh my gosh, that's nuts. Okay, well, <laughs> let's go off of my my best bracket so far. It's on e- my ESPN tournament challenge bracket. It's my North Carolina one. Every year I pick a North Carolina bracket, and it has the tendency to be my best one. So let's discuss it real quick. My North Carolina bracket is at fifty one point one percent. It's in the off the edge. Uh, it's literally in the Off the Edge Tournament Challenge. If you want to join it, you can look at it. I'm in first place, ironically. Uh, I thought the guy who was in first place, he's now in second, and he was in second when this, the Arizona game was being played. He's Arizona going all the way. I have North Carolina going all the way. So, you know, I really need Arizona to lose. But, uh, I mean, overall, it's been a that bracket's been a killer for me. It's been great, 91%. Uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty excited for it. I got 440 points in it right now. So let's discuss my favorite games of the first week of March Madness. I'm going to go with honestly, I I think Arkansas Vermont was a really fun game to watch. Uh a really fun upset to watch New Mexico State. UConn was great. You had Notre Dame upset Alabama. It's a little unfair that they got to play. Oh my goodness, it is pouring outside right now this is nuts i've never seen rain like this but i just got the worst look i've ever seen because i said it was rain. i've never seen rain. It is, it's raining really hard uh i <laughs> i'll stop saying oh uh, no uh, north carolina obviously that was one of the teams that i really liked in this you had ucla akron i picked texas over virginia tech i said that i went with that pick and it it 
it was a very good pick by me. I would say so in the first round. Uh, you had the one game that no one got right, and it was probably my favorite game to watch, St. Peter's in Kentucky. Then you had TCU at Seton Hall. I had that happening. Houston beat UAB. Michigan beat Colorado State, which I was wrong. I don't know why I assumed Colorado State would beat Michigan. I feel like a lot of people had that one. Uh, Ohio State versus Loyola. Everyone's riding the Loyola train. You got to go with Ohio State. They're the right team in this situation. And one of the biggest upsets also is the Iowa-Richmond game. Richmond takes it. The Spiders. The Spiders get it through. And then USC got upset by Miami. So let's move on to the second round. Okay, Jay, what other games did you think was crazy? Well, I didn't expect Auburn to get upset by Miami. I also didn't expect Tennessee to lose to Michigan. <laughs> I I did have Houston beating Illinois, so I wasn't surprised by that one. Uh, St. Peter's managed to beat Murray State, so that one was crazy. Probably one of the craziest things I've seen. I thought one of the best games of the week was Baylor-North Carolina. Baylor-North Carolina was a fantastic game to watch. I thought the refs were really screwing over both teams throughout the game. It wasn't very good officiating, and then all of a sudden they figured it out. But I really do think North Carolina-Baylor was one of the best games I had seen uh, in the whole week. So the North Carolina-UCLA game coming up this week is going to be uh, – it's going to be an intense one. And then I I, I, I enjoyed Gonzaga-Memphis. I really thought Memphis was going to pull it out. I got on the plane. I didn't know the score. And then I get off, and everyone's like, wow, Memphis really blew that. I'm like, what are you talking about? And Memphis did indeed blow it. So we've got we got some fun games coming up this week. Um, what would I do on a parlay? I'd avoid any close seeding. I'd avoid a Gonzaga, Arkansas. I'd probably do a little bit of a – Purdue, Villanova, Purdue, Villanova, and probably go Miami over Iowa State. I think that'd be the right choice. And my family, one of them is walking in soaking wet. Did it rain on you while you walked out there? Yeah, that's tough. Um, so I, I, I'd probably do like a four or three game parlay. Nothing too big on the parlay this week. So I'm going to go with, uh, Let's go Purdue St. Peter's. I'm going to take Purdue on the parlay. This is a money line parlay. So I'm going to go Purdue on the parlay. I'm going to go Houston in Arizona money line on the parlay. And then I'm going to go Villanova on the parlay. And that's probably the three game. If you're feeling frisky, go pick Kansas over Providence money line on the parlay. And by the way, I've won $0 so far on my bet. So you don't have to listen to me at all. I wouldn't even recommend it. Uh, I'm also still trying to understand how the over and unders go because I'm not the best at doing that, and basketball is not my sport. You ask me to do it in football, I can do that. But basketball is not the sport for me, so I can't necessarily give you the best advice on that. And over overall, that is what I'm thinking if you're picking anything for this weekend. Uh, or week to go with those games. But I think it's going to be a pretty good weekend of games. I really think you should watch the Arkansas-Gonzaga game. Why am I saying that? I'm an Arkansas fan, but I really do think Gonzaga hasn't shown that they're those guys yet. I do have Texas Tech beating Duke, so watch that one. North Carolina-UCLA. UCLA has to come out and make a statement early, or North Carolina is going to punish you in the end. St. Peter's might do it. I can't lie to you. St. Peter's might do it. And if they do, that's going to be nuts. And then I also think another great game is going to be Michigan-Villanova. And then Iowa-Miami will be a – Iowa State, sorry. Iowa State-Miami will be a great game. It's lower seeds, 11 and 10 seeds. So 
you know, sometimes you just have to find where those lower seeds are. So I think those are your best games this weekend. I think the West Division probably has some of the best games. The East has some good ones. You might see an upset with St. Peter's. And yeah, that's what I've got for college basketball. You know, I'll keep it I'll keep it quick right there. So now, now we're going to have to move on to the five-star frenzy. The five-star frenzy is brought to you by five-star beef jerky, five-star beef jerky for the go. I love their beef jerky. You can use the code 15 off the edge on Amazon to get 15% off your order of five-star beef jerky. I highly recommend getting some. It's quick. It's easy. Get a good snack in. So the five-star frenzy this week is not our normal five-star frenzy, and I probably should go over college basketball, but it's spring break. We're all in our slides and our flip-flops and sunglasses on, enjoying the beach, or maybe we're just staying home, taking a week off, enjoying life. So my picks for this week's five-star frenzy are roller coaster rides. All right, so I got to do Childhood Dream. I got to go to Hollywood Studios in... Disney World, Orlando, and so went into there, and I've always wanted to see Galaxy's Edge, so my number one ride would have to be Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. Rise of the Resistance was probably the coolest ride I've ever been on. I'm not going to spoil it for anyone who hasn't been, but if you're a Star Wars fan, you'll probably cry when you go into it. I cried. I'm confessing this on the podcast. I cried when I walked into Galaxy's Edge, the Star Wars world, because it looked so much like I was in the movie. It was insane. Didn't build a lightsaber or anything like that, but it was pretty. It was pretty sick. Number two on my rides is probably going to be the Jurassic Park. And this is a really weird one. It's because I liked it when I was little. It's the Jurassic Park water tour ride, and a like T Rex dives at. All right, his head comes down at you, and you fall down like this water drop. This drop of in the water, like any raft ride, I I guess. So. That's going to have to be my number two, the Jurassic Park water ride. My number three, we're going to go with a goodie. Um, it was really, honestly, it was kind of one of the coolest rides I had been on since I was little. And I've always really enjoyed this ride at Space Mountain. It's just a classic. And I think I forgot how cool it was. My girlfriend was in the back of the ride. Um, she wanted to die. Let's just say that. That was probably the worst decision I've ever made was bring her on that ride. And then my number four is going to have to be the Millennium. I don't even know what it's called. It's the Millennium Falcon, like, Smuggler's Run. And it was probably the coolest thing ever. I got to steer. Um, my girlfriend was in the seat to my right. My mom and my brother were behind me. They were using the blasters. So that one was absolutely electric because I got to literally drive the Millennium Falcon. And then my number five is going to have to be probably the one of the coolest roller coasters ever. It's too quick, but it's so much fun. And it is over at Orlando, and it is the Rip Rock and Roller Coaster. You get to pick, and you get to play. There's like a secret way you do it. An employee told me when I was like in line, I was talking to him. And it is uh, Free Bird while I was on the roller coaster. And if you, if you want to listen to this a cool song while riding a roller coaster, Free Bird is probably one of the best ones to listen to. So they are my that's my five-star frenzy of roller coasters that I went on this week. And, yeah, that's the show. So if you need any tips or anything like that on this week, you're always able to DM us. We'll be putting more TikTok content out once we're back from this break. But we also have sweatshirts. If anyone wants to buy sweatshirts, they're $30. They're out now. Um, just DM us for them. It's the easiest way to get it to us. That's O-T-E underscore pod. I wish I could change the name to Off the Edge. But 
somebody on Instagram has that name, so I can't use it right now. So we're working on getting verified so we can get that. But yeah, there's y'all's show this week. I hope you enjoy it. We'll keep it under 20 minutes today. And peace.